There she is, there she is, there's what keeps me up at night. Oh, gee whiz, oh, gee whiz, there's why I can't eat a bite. Those flaming eyes, that flaming youth. Oh, mister, oh, sister, tell me the truth. Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The scenario is Reeling Midnight. It was written by Tom Lynch, and it's included in a collection called New Tales of the Miskatonic Valley. Our game master is Tyler Hudak, and this is episode seven. Our recap will be given by David Gassaway as his character, Thaddeus Vanderbilt. So without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. David? Thank you, Tom. When Eugene's parents first asked us to look into the Varga affair, I thought it might be an amusing distraction. Now, several young men are dead, gravely ill, or hopelessly insane. When we invited the medium, Vinch, to perform a seance here at the house, I thought we might expose him or tap him for useful information. Instead, he seemed genuinely to be possessed the house shook. My mother's beloved teak table was sundered in two as if struck by lightning. And the curious German stabbed himself with long, venomous fangs. When my colleagues saw the bodies in the morgue, though they died of different apparent causes, they bore the same sets of wounds. And we've since learned that just a few years ago, Ariadne Varga was called Ariadne Madden. She was no heiress but a young American woman turning to pornography to make ends meet. She and Zoltan know the jig is up and they're leaving town. But first hosting one last party. Dr. Benz is convinced that it is to supply one final clutch of spider offspring for the hateful god Atlach Naha. All right, and where last we left off, uh, Thaddeus had been talking to, um, uh, sorry, my mind just completely went blank, uh, to um, Glenda. Uh, and she had uh, revealed that the Vargas party was still going on. However, it had been moved up a day because, uh, as Ariadne had told her, they had to leave town early. Uh, so when we last left off, I believe it was uh, Wednesday evening. Um, you and uh, Benjamin and Harvey had uh, just returned from Boston or uh, earlier in the day, they had returned from, from Boston uh, to talk to the uh, proprietor up there that um, Zoltan was supposed to meet with on uh, Thursday, uh, Hal Partland uh, at Partland Photography. Uh, and with that, I believe you were all in uh, the detective's office. Um, just just for ease, we'll say that it's uh, Wednesday evening. I can't remember exactly what time we left off, but we'll say evening. Okay. So we were right about the fraud. Yeah. We could, we could get the police to just arrest them for public fraud. I'm not sure. I suppose, well, they could have legally changed their names and then their rental lease wouldn't be fraudulent. I don't, I mean, in the, if, unless they're doing business, and I don't think they have any formal income here. As far as I'm aware, no. 
people. I think that simply to impersonate royalty or nobility from another country is probably illegal. However, that doesn't answer the question is what's going on here? Who's murdering what? people? Unless they're doing business as uh, entertainer names, if they have uh, that going on, but I don't think that's the case. I, I, I don't think it's murder. The whatever whatever it is that they experience with Ariadne is sending them on patterns of self destruction, and they eventually die somehow. Yeah, whether by heart attack or fire or wanting to shoot themselves but the marks are the same and well, do we wait until the party or do we go and confront them in fact I'm afraid. I... Oh, go ahead I'm sorry in fact I'd wager that our unfortunate um, accountant should have the same marks wouldn't surprise me in the least if we wait to the party, though, I, I fear maybe someone else might die. I don't know if, if we have. Well, I mean, if, if we go to the party, I mean, I would, I would uh, pardon my language, because one hell of a ruckus to disrupt, to disrupt the Bacchanal part of it. Yeah, we know that they don't perform the ceremony until midnight, so we'd have some time. And if we went while there were other people around, we'd have a lot more freedom of movement than we showed up and banged on their door. Right. And they don't know yeah. we're on to them, at least somewhat. Well, yeah. I, I don't know why else they would be skipping town. Well, I think they know that things are going out getting out of control. Or they can't really have been doing this racket for the last three years. Where the Hungarian came into it. Yeah, it doesn't seem like if this sort of thing were going on, it would have been going on for quite a while. We would have heard about something. I mean, if they ever got busted, it would make the papers for sure. It's a, it's a perfect it? society story. <clears throat> and we still don't know what the purpose is. We don't know where they're getting their money, uh, but he had a fat roll of cash, she said. What if we don't want people to go to the party, yes? Or, I mean, we don't want it to... I'm trying to think of a way that we could go about it without confronting them ourselves. I mean, I don't know how they're going to react. Or if they're... I mean, we could tell them that we know, and then they're going to throw the party anyway. You know, what if we leak well, it to our reporter friend? I was just about to suggest that. We still have the... We still have the contact at the Gadabout. And I have a, uh, I have to give our content information to a student anyway. <clears throat> well, we can't like tell people that there's some giant spider involved. Well, leave the spider part out, but at least expose them for being frauds. Uh, dangle the pictures in front of her. I'm sure she'll salivate at that. Did you take the pictures? I think I took the pictures. I want him to give Zoltan. Oh, Zoltan's going today, tomorrow, to get the pictures. That's right. No, you will have access no, you, to the house. You told them we would have access to the house, but I thought you told the 
the person with the pictures to pretend like to say that you never were there. Correct. So, I want him to to not not tip Zoltan off, so he can go ahead and sell him the pictures. I don't care, but there will be a period when Zoltan has to leave to go get those pictures. We might be able to confront Ariadne directly. And if we, as we said, if we drop the hint about the fraud to the gadabout, we have a, 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 about a day's leave time before the party. The party is tomorrow. I don't right. want to get about actually prints. It might be too late for that. It's a column in the daily paper, as far as I know. But again, I wonder they print it. Most. I'm not sure. You know, if if you get it, the yeah. Because I mean, if it's printing right now, then it's too late for our information to do anything about the party. Mm-hmm. But it would be it could be in the afternoon papers. Um, if if we do confront, if we can separate them and we confront Ariadne, what what would be our goal of that? She would simply deny everything. There's no law against telling some people that your name is a different name and you're you're pretending it's something. They're not they're not breaking a law. They're not robbing anybody. Unless we confront her with what happened with Finch at her seance, if this if Atlak Naha came through instead of her mother, foamy at the mouth, strange. Uh, if anything like what happened with us happened then, that might be something. I guess it's what are we, what is it that we want? I know, I want to know what happened to Eugene. I, I, want, to, I want to know what it is that, that happens at midnight, a few minutes after they go up there, that causes this to happen. And you know you're not going up there yourself, young man. I... I, I I quite value my life, Father. So uh, I wasn't going to uh, figure out uh, myself directly. What have we learned about this Atlak Nacha, other than that it's a some sort of a spider deity? It provides youth and beauty indefinitely in return for its offspring being presented to it, which presumably involves some sex act, perhaps while uh, possessed by the thing, right? Maybe all of these young men kill themselves after the eggs hatch out of them. Except for Eugene was up there for literally minutes. Well, Eugene killed himself. Right. Before he was, he didn't have any bite marks on him. Right, but and Vinch didn't appear to be hatching eggs. Vinch bit himself, so the wounds are fangs. But I don't think you like. I I don't believe this spider can lay eggs through her fangs. But I mean, I, we're again we're talking about this spider goddess. What is? What are we even talking about? You know, Garland asked. Armand asked rather. And if and if that's and what please, we know. And please, if anyone can explain anything that happened with the seance, at this point, nothing's off the table, and I'm not exactly a believer in the supernatural. Well, this is, I guess, what I'm trying to examine. Something caused Eugene to become obsessive. And 
it's probably something that Ariadne was supplying because she seemed to have an intoxication about her that men were drawn to her. Uh, I mean, I found myself drawn to her. Uh, I'm just more of an adult. But that's, if she could draw a man in, then she could get something out of him. Now, we've got some names, actually. I, I'm going to jump on something else. But we've got Ariadne Madden, and we've got uh, Mr. McCoy. Why don't we look them up? For all we know, they're local people from, you know. Well, probably if she was doing her pornographic posing in Boston, it's because she was resident up there. And obviously nobody in town recognizes them around here. Well, your theory with this Otbach Notch is that she's gaining life and beauty. But what if she's only 25 years old? She's not gaining anything at all. She's already young and beautiful. But right. If we but find you saw she's poor... been living there for 50 years. Right. Then... If, but you saw poor Blaylock. You know, that level of obsession isn't normal 25-year-old youth and beauty. No. Glenn is a cute gal, but she, there aren't a series of men become obsessed with her to the point that they need to see her or die. And so just it's, because solely because one is young and beautiful doesn't mean she does, might not want to have more of it. But, I, but when... When the police were confronting her about what happened in the room, she seemed as unaware as anybody else. So I mean, it, with your with your spider goddess theory, how would you not be aware that you made a deal for eternal life? It could what? also it should also be possible that she might not be aware with of what exactly happens when she, the goddess enters her body. Do you feels- think that? Do you think that Vinch remembers saying? you know, get away intruders, I am the mother at Laknacha, or do you think that even if he hadn't been poisoned, that would not have been part of his memory? I mean, I don't believe in, I've, I've never experienced a trance state myself, but she doesn't necessarily know what's going on. If she was a young girl hustling in Boston when he found her, and he has some connection to, was it Hyperborea, Dr. Benz? I believe so. Yes. Yes, He's yeah. got the, he has the convincing accent available to him, although, you know, the name McCoy doesn't suggest that he's really Hungarian. And no. uh, uh, Armand, the, um, the photographer, when he gave you their names, he would have thought those names were strange if they had thick Eastern European accents, right? Yeah. Not to mention that she's only supposed to have been in the country for six months. I, I think if if I were to become dispassionate about everything that I've already seen, I would almost say this is a drug deal. That she's supplying these boys with some sort of drug, and if they don't get the drug, they lose their minds and shoot themselves or stab themselves, or or maybe they die from what looks like poison. But in fact, it's a withdrawal symptom of some drug that she's giving them. Now, I'm not saying she's giving them a drug, but it feels like that. She's giving them something that's making them attached to her so that they can't get away. 
That is largely uh, consonant with my impression. And of course, we've talked about a lot of slip mickeys and whatnot, but all the corpses having sets of fang marks that are identical, unless this drug is injected with a double syringe that's very large bore. And we, we, also, we also have what we witnessed ourselves with, uh, with Gerhardt in that uh, the voice that came out of him was was not a human voice uh, i mean you all heard that there there's no human voice i've ever heard that sounded like that that something else was making that sound if he's such a clever technician that he could make his eyes glow red grow and recede fangs and speak in an unearthly voice like that he'd be much better off just having a regular performance job than mm-hmm. going right. from house to house so what if For the sake of an argument, just just indulging the idea, what if there was some sort of an entity on the other side and somehow through hypnosis or drug use, whatever, somebody has unlocked a door and the thing is trying to get through? I mean, look at, look at our, our seance guy. Uh, his intention was simply to contact the dead spirit, but somehow something is waiting on the other side and it took him over. Maybe when she gets into bed for her pleasure, something takes her over and comes out. And maybe she might not even be aware of it. My, my confusion is, is it selective still? I mean, she's sleeping with this McCoy fellow, isn't she? It seems like and he's not very funny. But but he's got. Oh, you mean uh, you mean Zoltan? Yeah, I have a yeah. funny feeling that their relationship was probably professional in the beginning. He met her, and then they figured they could grift together, and maybe they slept together a few times. But then, you know, she's got to make money. A little slap and tickle on the way into the car seems like they're still in the thing, and Zoltan seems jealous. But they um, go through with it. But if it's a drug, she gives the boys a drug, they manifest this thing on the other side, and they fight themselves. So, but I mean, why is she? Why is she keeping Zoltan around? Maybe now, he's is... got something on her. Obviously, he's got photographs of her naked. Well, he's he doesn't. He's going to buy them. Yeah, but he knows they exist. He knows what she is. Yeah, he knew what she was years ago. She might, she might equally have something on him. For a for a slightly more mundane reason, it could just be he's in love with her and can't and can't get out. I don't know. Feelings make people do crazy things. Yeah, or this is kind there, of is there a crazy is... nine legged love goddess that is uh, controlling uh, Zoltan's actions? I don't think that spiiders have nine legs. I think they have eight. eight. They have eight. No, I but you see, the love was god is, another god. Yeah, this is this not a spider god with eight legs. This is the love god with nine, not a spider. Love god, different thing. Oh, okay. Glad skeptical. I raised him right. But you know, there are as as as, uh, as the bard says, there are more things in heaven and on earth than are dreamt of in our philosophy. So, 
Well, I'm maybe not a there bard. is something on the other side. Maybe we don't know that much about mesmerism and hypnotism. Maybe it does unlock things. We, well, we need to, to catch her somehow in the act. Uh, if we're if we're assuming that these feats happen in that bedroom at midnight, then we need to find a way of getting a pair of eyes or a couple of pair of eyes in there. But but then but I mean, what if it's I mean, witnessing something? But I mean, what good would watching Eugene shoot himself do us? Well, so, like, we, we want to stop if, somebody from going on the spiral. Well, right? Precisely. The, the intervention would happen prior to that. We'd be able to see what's going on if there's some sort of drug admission, you know, something uh, surprising, having, having a way to intervene. We would, we would have proof of what's happening. We'd have witnesses of what happening, what's happening. We'd also have the ability to stop what's happening. We would also then have the ability to press charges and take her into a custody well, if something nefarious is going on. You, you you say we could stop it from happening, but we tried to get in. It was we had a devil of a time getting in. Precisely, after Eugene. That's that. That's why I'm thinking of the next solution here. Perhaps would be is to find a way if they step out of the house. If uh, there's a window, right, that we can get a maybe. Two is there, is there a way we could perhaps get that window ajar? Without well, we can we definitely can hide outside. It's a window; you can smash it open if you need to. Yeah, so we Shoot could through it if you need to. We could use that as a point of entry, especially since uh, Ben, you and I probably won't be allowed into the party. Just the the rest of them would be allowed in, but I don't think after our confrontation with them earlier. Correct. They may want us in. Hmm. So it might be good for us to be outside, perhaps in that vicinity. Also, we have to think in the other direction. We have to think in the direction of the law. Um, what, you know, if we confront them and we don't have any evidence, then Sorry. it's not, yeah. we're, we're going to be the ones who get in trouble for, even if we witness something. We can be getting in trouble for accusing somebody of something ridiculous, turning into a spider and eating something. Well, th th this is why you probably should have taken those photographs or at least gotten Heartland on our side as a witness, if nothing else, to the fraud. Well, you know, I can call uh, Callie at the paper and tell her that we have Zoltan and Ariadne's given names from three years ago, and even that Zoltan plans to pay to recover the photographs, photographs of lascivious nature in the park in the morning. And, you know, she'll get a photographer and get up to Boston on the overnight. Yeah, That'll interfere with the immediate threat. No one will probably be consumed or possessed or hypnotized at the party tomorrow. But then they're leaving town. They'll change names and they'll do the whole grisly whatever it is somewhere else. I feel like the only satisfactory result is one which prevents them from carrying on this dangerous fraud. If we can get them arrested for perpetrating a public fraud, you know, at least that, yeah, at the very worst, it might get them thrown out of town. And that's, that's what they lighter, want to do anything with it. Lighter charges. But 
do I mean if yeah can you think of a crime Harvey Uh, I mean we don't know what their income is but I I can't see anything that many meaningful charge in this is the problem yeah evasion yeah, tax evasion. That's that's we'd we'd have to find we'd have to find out who they really are. Well, it's I mean, if they weren't leaving town tomorrow or the day after, rather, it's it's true. I bet the G men would like to know that these guys are carrying bundles of money around and traveling under assumed names. That's probably something, but it's not for the short term. Yeah. We don't know where they're going. Um, if you want, you guys can give me a idea roll. Yes, please. Do I have an idea? Ah, seven, extreme success. 32. Right. Regular. Go. A 7D is just a regular level of idea. Um, so for, for those who made it, uh, you know, as you start thinking about, you know, how long that this is going on, at least weeks to months uh, where they've been in our Arkham, at least under these personas, um, you know, they, they've probably been been doing it for for some reason. And uh, I think you've basically come to the conclusion that they're some type of con men. And right. if that's the case, and if they're planning on, at least according to your information, leaving tomorrow, that means that their end game is pretty close. Tomorrow. And so tomorrow, tomorrow uh, they will likely have, you know, any you know, potentially any illicit gains or, you know, whatever they've done at their house before they they leave. And so that might be a way to get evidence against them. That's right. I think they certainly don't want to have gone to all the trouble and then didn't have a party and leave. In that in that case, perhaps then we don't drop a line to the gadabout, but maybe get Zoltan out in the morning, find some way to distract Ariadne, or some of us distract Ariadne while the others look for anything incriminating. It's not just Zoltan and Ariadne. There's somebody else with them. Oh, the 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 maid. Yeah, I wouldn't I, be surprised if she had a snub nose thirty-two in each of her boots. I I think going not tipping our hand, not confronting them, not putting anything in the papers, but actually going to the party ourselves, we have the best chance to look around unobserved during the event where there's lots of people and they're focused on pulling off whatever it is that they're trying to. So they have other considerations. I think we'll be able to be the most undetected. In 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 which case then. I think since uh, Mr. Belvedere, you said you and Mr. Armand probably cannot go in, in, into this next party. Perhaps the Vandermolens and myself will be the distractions while you two get in there and look for anything especially incriminating. You don't have to distract. I don't know what you mean by us being a distraction. I don't want to we- call attention to ourselves. I think we just need to look around without causing a ruckus the danger and all. Right. Harvey and I will definitely be nearby, probably outside the window. It seems like... like to... Go ahead. I just would like to see what happens. Does she slip them a drug? Does she, you know, toss a dart that's got a poison tip that... Does she do her eyes glow red and does she grow fangs? Right. Does she hypnotize them? And they... They glow red and 
that grow fangs. And... If they're looking to skip town, we also might want to, I don't know, maybe bring a car jack and just kind of jack up their, their rear two tires a little bit so they don't go anywhere. Do they have their own vehicle or are they cabbing around? They were cabbing when you oh, saw them. Oh, that's right. Okay. Vehicles have traceable licenses and things. It's much easier to roll into town on the train, throw yeah. money around and declare yourself royal. You have the royal. police arrest them at the train station. Just that. We need to if, get evidence against them first before we can have the police arrest anybody. Exactly. Well, we'd have it if we, if we stay at the party and they do something. Yeah, we got to find out what's going on there. And the only way to do that is to get there. The thing is that Ariadne seems to gad about a fair amount during the day so she can invite people to her soirees and whatnot, social creature. And he'll be on the way to Boston and back. If we could get the damn maid out of the house, I would like more than anything to put some photographic equipment inside that bedroom. But I don't think we'll be able to get her out of the house and we'd have to get an expert in to try to arrange that all. And We don't have enough time. Yeah, it doesn't seem workable. Yeah. But yeah. given that the door will be stuck shut, that she only brings one man up at a time, it's just, I mean, good God. There is you that had- dressing room. There's that side room in the closet. I just wonder if one of us could slip in. Well, and I was thinking Armand had little trouble sneaking around upstairs at the last party. One of us could slip into Ariadne's room and hide under the bed. And then we'd have a witness and uh, presence. Probably shouldn't be me. I'm too big for most spaces under before we start hiding here's the thing i think that if they're going to perpetrate a public fraud it's going to be tomorrow night and we need to catch them in the act so harvey and i will simply be waiting with the police when they attempt to leave and then we'll 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 you guys will be able to be witnesses to what the public fraud is. Are they bilking people out of money? Are they? It's got to be money. But how do we prove? Uh, so, so one of so one of the three of us who will be inside will have to try and look for any evidence of this public fraud. Or when they leave, how are we supposed to arrest them? It should become fairly obvious because they've got to be getting money out of the people who are there. We weren't seeing any transactions previously, though. What was no. the sad man the wanting sad. to talk to Zoltan about? Oh, he was the one who wanted to hear about his life story for his book. Right. And I told him I would drop a bug in Zoltan's ear, which I did, but I don't, I don't think anything came of it. No, and we've learned that the parties have been getting more lavish rather than less, even though supposedly they're needy refugees. So I think whatever is whatever income they're accruing through whatever means, which they've do not been, necessarily have to do with a bacchanal. They've been telling been us happening. this the story of them wanting to go home to regain their, their kingdom. If they ask for donations to help them financially, 
that is a public fraud because they are not Hungarians. They are not. Yeah, they could be. Yeah, those could be fraud charges. That's that's a that's a fraud. Yes. Offense. Well, I mean, Belvedere, you're the lawyer. If they if they had a public fund, get the Vargas back home and it had a tax ID number and whatnot, that would be a public fraud. If they just yeah. be put on a hard money. luck story and people feel sympathy and give them gifts of money. That's still a public fraud. It's going to be a lot harder to act on. And how can you what prove the we, money that they have we, is from that? What if we barge in right at midnight and accuse them? We'll have all of the people there as witnesses. Whatever they've been bilked out of, they'll suddenly be like, What? Everybody will turn on them. Maybe maybe eleven thirty rather than waiting for the majesty to happen. But just say, Hear ye, hear ye. His name is actually Devin McCoy. And we can prove it. But then that suggests again we should get Callie and a photographer up to the up to Boston in the morning so that we do have proof. Well, we and can we, let the lawyers worry about the proof afterwards. <laughs> we, we well, they're very popular. If we just say this guy's a fraud, the Helen, crowd might turn on us and not on them. If, if, we drop the, if we drop the name Partland and the photos, that might make Zoltan... Uh, I don't have the photos. Right, but even saying that we know about the photos... But then would, they're... Most likely we'll make them turn around and run, but we have to catch them. We'll make them turn around and run, or they're just going to say they're going to accuse us of lying. Then we get the photos. I mean, we've we've got them. They they know they're guilty. They're not confused. Besides, people are going to believe us over them. What makes you so sure about that? Because we're Bostoners. They're not. (laughs) <laughs> Other than them claiming that they're, you know, who they are not, that's that's the only thing we really have them hard on right now. We, we don't have any direct evidence of extortion or money gathering. I mean, this is supposition. We've seen some cash, but not vast quantities of cash. Um, and and that's for that no- matter, he was trespassing when he found the cash in the man's bureau. Nobody stopped me. Nobody said I couldn't go upstairs and look around. Somebody well, told me that. Yeah, we, 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 you know, I think that it's not, again, going to bring public sympathy. I was sleeping through the guy's bedroom, and I people found that he had a lot like of cash, but I didn't take it. People don't like no. to be tricked, especially by people, people who are claiming to be rich, wealthy so I think aristocrats. It, even if we don't use them for the reveal, we need hands on those photos. So at this point... It's too late for that. Yeah, I think think that's sale. And people don't like being tricked, but they're also very embarrassed by it. And so that could work against us too, because they don't want to face the fact that they've been duped. I I think one thing's for certain, and especially along those lines as well, um, that we have to be at that party. We need to infiltrate the party and get better answers than what we have now. Yeah, the, the trouble, the, I, I don't, we don't know enough to have a definitive plan. I feel like we're just going to have to play this by ear and try yeah. to, you know, ferret out what's going on. 
Our plan is to expose them and see what happens. And the thing is, we know right now, if they challenge our exposure, they will lose because they are frauds. I don't I don't know that. What what they can't certainly can't produce documentation showing that they are aristocrats. Yeah, but, but, very oh, but they lost it all. They lost it all in Hungary. They had to run so fast. They're, Except yeah, that they we were got, their lives. They stole got their birth certificates yeah. from Boston. Or, or Armand, they just have to stall long enough to get out of town. They just have to placate an angry mob and then skip. I, I will say this. You got one point there, Armand. If you can get copies of their documentation from Boston before the party tomorrow, then you have something. Otherwise, you just have a couple of names. And they could have been born anywhere in the country and ended up in Boston three years ago. And three years McCoy ago. boy still might not even be his real name. Yeah. I didn't assume that either one of them were using their real names necessarily. But if that's where it all started, at least that's a start. If you can find that there was a girl born 28 years ago in the greater Boston area whose name was Ariadne Madden, and Ariadne is pretty uncommon. Right. Then you could have a document that would you know, generate, I think, real interest. Otherwise, you're going into a popular person's house. People have been pouring their hearts out to them for months, drinking their liquor. They love these clowns. Who knows? Maybe 20 young men are already Eugene obsessed with her and they'll just drag us into the street and beat us to a pulp. In now, we did case, some kind of documentation. Then why don't we just let them leave? What are we hoping to do to these people? We're hoping to stop what they did here from happening in other places. There, okay. could, be, there could be 10 other boys we don't know about. The only way we can do that is by exposing them. If, we certainly can't gun them down on the street. No. If, if we can find that if t- those, those documents, drop them to Callie and then have her arrive at the appropriate moment. We have, you know what? We She's have... probably would be faster at finding that sort of stuff. She's got connections all over the place. Exactly. Yeah. We might need to bring her in if we, if we want to have any hope of having a master stroke for this. We'll call her. I mean... So you, you've all been talking for a while. And we have. So it, it has... 39 minutes. <laughs> in game time, we'll say it's much longer than that. So it, it is, you know, nighttime, probably about 8.30 by this point. Um, you can, uh, if uh, Sybil, if, if you're calling over uh, to, or whoever is calling over, um, it's uh, too late to get a hold of her at the newspaper. Uh, but you are able to leave a message. All right. Um, um, Mr. Vandermolen, you're the one who have, had contact with her previously. Perhaps you should be the one to make this call. Sure. Uh, you know, and if it's only a message, I'll say, um, because I don't know who at the newspaper office is transcribing it. It's Thaddeus Vandermolen calling. Um, we have uh, information uh, on the on the pair that Callie was interested in there. Uh, we know that they were using different names three years ago in Boston. And those names were Devin McCoy and Ariadne Madden. And we'd like to get some documentation if those names might've been legit. There's they're leaving town in two days. So I, uh, uh, 
page or, or whoever at the paper uh, says that they will take the message. I assume you leave a number to uh, get back uh, that she can get back to you uh, and says that she will uh, call you back or they give her the message and she'll probably call you back in the morning. Yep. So I suggest we all get a, a rest. Uh, maybe some ingenious idea will come to us in our sleep or maybe we'll just dream of eight-legged monsters. <clears throat> Yes, right. I, I don't think I'll obviously be very well tonight, but I'll try. Okay. <clears throat> um, so then you, uh, unless they are otherwise, you adjourn for the night. Um, sleep is probably as you expect. You know, so for some of you, it's restless. For some of you, uh, I won't say you have nightmares, but your dreams are a little uneasy, and uh, morning eventually comes. So it is Thursday. Um, uh, Thaddeus, you receive a call around nine in the morning. Uh, it is from Callie Smith. Uh, she, uh, you know, thanks you for the, the tip and asks, you know, how, how, how can I help you with that? Um, you know, what, what, what are you looking to do? Well, they're, uh, they're skipping town tomorrow, uh, which was ahead of plan. Uh, so they're having their last big soiree tonight. Uh, we think that they've been bilking people out of money, but it's not very clear what the mechanism is. I don't, you know, we haven't heard of them selling shares in some Hungarian gold mine. But if we get all of their fans tonight to see uh, Ariadne Madden's birth certificate uh, and prove that they're phonies and that's why they're running out of town, then maybe somebody will pipe up and say, but I lent Zoltan $1,500 and I lent him $2,000 and then we'll have a bit of a scene and maybe if we can't detain them at least get them tailed to wherever their next racket is set up okay um, she says well uh, you know if so where do you think that they're from they were in Boston when they used these names three years ago okay. I wondered if you had you know if you could get other papers to look in their morgues for birth announcements or something. Yeah, I, I can put in uh, a couple. Uh, I've got some friends up at the Boston Globe. I can put in uh, some uh, queries into there and, you know, hopefully they'll get back to me uh, today. I can't guarantee it, though. You know, if since it's, uh, you know, th there's a lot to, to go through um, for for both of them. So, but, you know, I'll, I'll do it and I'll, and I'll see what type of information I can get back. Yeah, and maybe we might send somebody up to look at all the records too, if we can figure it out and I'll share any more I get. You also, it probably wouldn't be a bad idea. I know that they won't uh, admit you to the parties anymore, but if you want to park down the block with a photographer tonight, there might be something interesting going on. Okay. Yeah, we. Uh, I will definitely do that. All right. Thanks, Kelly. I'll be in touch. All right. Thank you. And I'll let you know if I find anything. She hangs up. Uh, what, what are the rest of you doing, uh, at least in the morning? I don't know. I probably have things that I do at my office, checking on other cases, but uh, okay. I'm racking my brains trying to find some way that we can have them all arrested and thrown in jail. <laughs> As an attorney, I, I would pr probably know how people could legally change their names, maybe research that. That would be 
that would be state state i believe state records well so. here's the thing if they change their names and the, they want to be new people that's maybe legal that but is to pre, but to pretend that you are something that you're not is a fraud oh exactly but i i just want to go down this avenue you know just to make sure we're right. not this could also backfire on the detective agency and you know if, if we you know all we are, have to do is say we're sorry we were wrong walk away so well now i'm wondering and you know maybe i would call armand uh with this notion um, birth records are public are they not they're mm -hmm. just kept at city hall and anybody can see them so you saw how old Ariadne looked three years ago in those pictures, 22 or whatever. So if her name was really Madden and she's born in Boston, then you might actually be able to get a birth certificate for her. Yeah, if we can find out where she was born. Right. It would only work if she were from Boston. Yeah. And it's, a, it's, a, it's kind of a long trip for nothing. Well, but if I, we get the right hospital and we get the right... Well, it would be City Hall. You wouldn't have to yeah, go to the hospital. Those would be in the papers. Now, County. County. Right. And now, see, I'm much more used when it comes to research and such. So I know we've got Callie looking at other places to sort of uncover their mechanism. But I could go up to Boston and look for, and, and do, do some research myself. Uh, I guess our, I guess our, our gamble is that they're from Boston. Right. So, I mean, if they could be from anywhere, but they could be from Boston. If they're from Boston, then we'll get lucky. And how long right. does it take us again to get from here to Boston and back? By, by train, it's about an hour. By car, it would probably be two or three. That's right. Okay. I can hop a train, go, when I find anything, call Mr. Armand. And if I end up missing the if I end up missing the party, I'm not particularly useful in terrible in action type situations anyway. Did, did you yeah. actually mean it that way, or did you accidentally reverse it? Because oh. usually, no, I, I'm talking to I'm sorry, I'm talking to uh, the keeper. Because usually, driving by car is a lot faster than taking the train because the train stops every 15 oh, minutes. Good point. Someplace. So it, I mean, it would probably be you know a little bit less for the car then. Um, but well, all right. So let me let me kind of just to be, be, because uh, you know st stepping outside and, and metagaming just a little bit. What and, and I think some of the, for some of you these thoughts might be going through your head or your, your PC's heads. I mean, um, it, even if you get the birth certificates, um, how is that going to prove that they aren't who they say they are? The birth certificate does not have. Um, uh, pictures on them. I mean, I, I, you know, you could, they can very easily say, no, that's not me. Right. Like, oh, there's just somebody you, else also named Ariadne who was right. born in Boston. Yeah. We'd have to backtrack their actual names and if they have it. Like, but like, how do we, how do we stick? How do we, there's so much paper trail that we need that might not even lead anywhere and we don't have time. Yeah, well, yeah, that's well, it. We don't have time. We'd have to, we'd have to somehow and we find it. And yeah, we're going to so, take the copy of the birth certificate from Boston. How are we going to 
get well, it to here's, show. Here, here's a couple of things. One is it's nineteen. It's in the nineteen twenties. Um, we don't necessarily have to prove it. Um, we have to implicate them, and once we've implicated them, hopefully they'll implicate themselves. You know, they'll confess, and if we can get them to confess. And there's no, and there's no shortage of people who we could drop bugs and ears to that have some reach. If I were to track down that author again and tell them, guess what? I found some, guess and he and he has every reason to believe me. If I tell him they're frauds, they're not actually European, and you know, they might can, get away. They might these- get away. We'll have to hunt them down. <laughs> I don't think Eugene was the only one who was upset by the fact that people are trying to discredit them you know you could go and say those things and then they're going to come back and say you've just joined the people attacking them they don't need to be attacked they need to be helped i we need to, whatever it is that we're going to expose them with we have to find at that party and, and feel it out whatever yeah. it is it and garland yeah and, and garland i think as you would be thinking along these lines your best way to prove that they've done something it may not necessarily be fraud but murder and if you can prove that ariadne or zoltan had something to do with any of the 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 two victims that you found or eugene causing them to to actually you know be murdered uh, if then um, you know, that may be a better way to proceed. And that evidence is going to be in the house, most likely, not up in Boston. Right. Yeah, we need we need to find I mean, we need to find what we need to we just need to find what they did, you know, what they did to UG, what they did to everybody else. That's what we need to find and show people. So the only thing to do before the party, since we know Zoltan, the time of Zoltan's meeting this morning, Zoltan's on his way up to Boston now. Presumably, it was an eight o'clock in the morning meeting. Maybe, and I believe. Yeah, I think it was ten. Ten. So right. So if we're speaking at a reasonable hour, then he's probably on his way there. Uh, you know, we can go and uh, somebody can go to the front door and somebody can break in a basement window, or we can wait for the party. And I think those are the only two options. But if we get caught breaking in before we have anything for our case, then we're the ones who are going to spend the night in jail. Well, I have a lot of explaining to do at least. And given the uh, the way that Benjamin has a- acted uh, as a detective and a, a lawful person, I would also question whether he would uh, be willing to break and enter into some some place where it could very easily backfire on you. It's true. The man's not into bribery, so B and E might oh. be out of the question. No, although it is different. Nobody's asking him for a bribe. We're just asking. I'm him. not stealing anything either. I'm doing it because I'm trying to find out who's breaking. Yeah, it's through. true. You were happy to snoop around upstairs. You just left the money where you found it. Sure, <clears throat> but I mean, and the hair. But you have been invited to the party too. So and. And I mean, if they are, da- I mean, they're dangerous, right? I mean, the people that they've been interacting with die and they're ready to skip town and you go there alone. Right. Who That's knows the big what they're thing. going to do. If we the party, expose they're them, less they likely, could... Yeah, they're less guns. likely to do anything like that if it's at the party. 
then if you uh, go there by yourself and things go wrong, that's all right. Then I yeah, suppose there's... the only thing to do at this point is wait for tonight. It, it's the only option open to us. Yeah, Harvey and I are going to dress in black so that we can hang around outside and not be seen. I mean, I wonder how they'll if you'll really be barred. Uh, did you offend all of them or just Zoltan? I just don't want to give them a reason to call off their plan. I want them to go through with whatever yeah. their plan is. Yeah, I agree. Because I, I, I am 99.9% convinced it's got to be money. Because why else? There's certainly money involved. They want but money. We don't so know where they're they getting run it. Away. They've, well, they're throwing a party and inviting people over. They've got to be getting it from the people somehow. Maybe they're privately asking them. For... All right. So I suppose, are we going with the plan that Mr. Belvedere and Mr. Armand stay outside while the three of us go into the party and snoop? Yeah. And we'll be in there. Probably somebody at the front door and somebody at the window upstairs. And happily, young Glenda is a welcome guest. So if they look a little askance at me, uh, you know, she'll vouch for me. And the two of you would look pretty uh, guest worthy. I can talk right. to some of my police friends and see if I can convince them to just conveniently be outside around, what, 1145, mm -hmm. you know, without coming in in case something happens. And we do have Callie at yeah. the ready, so... So um, it sounds like you, you've got, you know, your, your plan here. Um, is anybody going to, I, I guess, prepare uh, or gather anything special, I, I guess? On the top well, of my, head, oh my God. I'll probably just both pull them out. The only, thing I, waters. the only thing I do is as I'm dressing for the party is that I have this like cameo that I, I, I never really take off. I really have it before. But this time I make sure to really like, you know, put it in a prominent place just, and like sort of run my thumb over it for luck. Okay. Yeah. I will not be bringing anything with me that is special. I don't want to bring a gun. I don't want to bring a weapon. I don't, there's nothing for me to smuggle into this place. So I'm just going to, you know. You should Garland, but at the same time, you should be able to, you should run. If something starts happening, get the hell out. You know, all of you. Let the people with guns take care of the problem if there is one. Yeah, if there is one. Get under the furniture, hide in the closet, whatever. And uh, Thaddeus? I'm not going to tell any of these people, but I'm uh, going to put a long, thin knife in uh, my boot. Because I'm not entirely uncertain that I'm not going to try to hide under that bed. It's hard to get in that room. Um, but I, I don't think I'd be any use with, I, I kind of, you know, I'm all right with a hunting rifle, but I would, I don't think I want to carry a handgun to a madhouse. I'm not kidding about that maid probably carrying a couple of snub nose revolvers. Um, now that Matt, no, I think uh, maybe. Bloody Marys in the afternoon to fortify the nerves. 
Um, so as the day wears on, you, you're all kind of uh, preparing yourself. Uh, Thaddeus, Callie does call you back. She says that unfortunately they have not dug up any type of birth certificates or anything like that. Although um, they did find uh, a story from a couple years ago of a Ponzi scheme that was broken up by some Boston uh, detectives and that a man named Devin McCoy was convicted to aiding and abetting from that scam uh, and sentenced to a year in prison, but they haven't been able to find anything else other than that. Oh, that's fantastic, Callie, because um, we know we can probably once, you know, uh, once we've got an actual legal matter like that in hand, if we can get the uh, fellow in Boston to acknowledge that Devin McCoy and Zoltan Varga are one and the same, then we finally have a lead as to why he's um, so... uh, flush despite apparently being desperate so if we don't get them tonight we have them you know when they try to run but i think i think that's the sort of thing the feds are into right yeah absolutely and she she agrees with you and says um you know my i already have a photographer lined up we'll be down the road uh and we'll everyone's you know we'll probably be sitting in the car waiting to see if we hear any commotion although i'm, I'm sure we'll drive by the the house or, or sneak up every once in a while just to you know get a better view uh not do anything to try to get in unless we see something's going on that sounds great i think um I think it's fortuitous that we met that first night when you were being kicked out because this might be the end of their shenanigans. And you can hear a kind of gleeful cackle coming (laughs) from the other side of the phone. Um, She's definitely uh, taking this a little bit uh, more than just uh, with a professional interest. Personal. Yeah. Okay. So the party uh, begins at eight o'clock. What time do you all want to go there? 8.15. Fashionably late. A little fashionably late. Okay. Um, You all head over. The the night, uh, by the time you get there, it is um, dark out. It's a uh, cool night, uh, slightly overcast, although the moon is shining. So it does give you some light, although there are enough clouds that the the moon kind of disappears and reappears every so often. Um, When you get there... uh, Harvey and Benjamin, what are you going to do? Um, we're going to, like I told you, we're, we're all dressed in black, so we're kind of off in the shadows. I want to see if I recognize uh, any extremely wealthy uh, people going into the party you know, like Mr. Vanderbilt or Mr. Rockefeller. Or, I mean, somebody that I would suspect would be the, the person getting fleeced. Yeah. Um, so by the time you get there, uh, you know, it, it is, you know, fairly, uh, not early, early, but, you know, uh, you're still a little bit late. Um, the You do see a number of people going in. Uh, the one thing that you notice is it is definitely not as many as what, uh, who were at the party. It, it's a very slow trickle. Um, you see a lot of the same people that you saw before. You, you, all, you definitely see Stuart Portman go in. Um, you also see uh, one of the, uh, the couples that you talked to previously who um, 
uh, trying to remember the name. Um, the, the, if you recall, you talked to, um, uh, two couples that, uh, uh, their husbands were, um, in like, uh, importing and then, uh, some other local businesses, uh, you see one of the couples go in, um, the rest of the people, uh, that, um, uh, the rest of the people that are going in are, are more of the, on the younger crowd that you saw before you see uh, the, the gentleman, uh, if you recall before, I believe it was in the parlor where they uh, had a record player set up and they were dancing. You see all of uh, the people that were in that room. You see the piano player uh, that you uh, saw go in. Um, and in fact, shortly after he goes in, you can hear the piano start up. Uh, but other than that, you're really not seeing any like, what you would consider wealthy people. <clears throat> um, Harvey and Benjamin, go ahead and give me a hide rolls or, or sneak. I can't remember which, uh, what the oh. skill is. Hard pass. Wait oh, a minute, right. might be extreme. Um, 60, 12, 16, yeah. no, it's a hard. 16, it's a regular, it's regular okay. pass for me. Uh, that, that's enough. So you're both able to kind of position yourselves um, in the, in the yard or, you know, on the property somewhere, uh, where you can, you know, very easily see, uh, what's going in the front. You can see into Ariadne's bedroom. Uh, I think that's the window that you were going to position yourself that's as. Correct. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the window to her bedroom is open. Um, <clears throat> you can even see, uh, the bushes below, they still look a little bit smushed from where she had, uh, fallen, uh, her bedroom, uh is uh the the lights are off um so the the other three of you oh i'm sorry were you gonna say some is there a trellis that goes up the side of the house I where i could climb up gonna, to the window yeah there is not no a tree it's um, you know <laughs> give, give me a luck roll boom 75 is not Oh, darn it. Missed by one. Nope. Uh, unfortunately, there's no trellis. There's no tree. Uh, you, you do have a decent view into the room. I mean, you can't see everything. You can, you know, like maybe see like, you know, two or three feet into it uh, from where you back off. There, there is like an adjoining wall uh, fence type thing between the, the ne this house and the next door. So you can only go back so far, but at least you have a little bit of a view in there. Um, <clears throat> the, the, the other three of you, uh, the Vandermolens and Dr. Bentz, uh, you arrive there. Um, uh, you said you were going to show up a little bit after eight. Uh, you get there and Frida opens the door. Um, she uh, obviously recognizes you from the previous party and kind of eyes you over a little bit, uh, but then finally steps to the side and lets you in. Um, as you uh, enter in the foyer, again, uh, just like I described uh, to the others, you there there are some guests here uh, already, um, <clears throat> and more trickle in within the next we'll we'll say like 15, 20 minutes. But you definitely see that there are much fewer people um, than the the previous party. In fact, the the whole tone of the the party itself, the people who are there, it, it's very 
uh, much uh, more more somber. Uh, it's not as uh, jubilant as it was before. Uh, even the the piano pa- player in the library, he's really just playing like classical music. You know, before uh, the previous party, every once in a while he would like go into jazz, or he was doing a lot of uh, you know jazz on the piano. It's really just kind of somber. At one point, he does try to start playing jazz, and you know nobody kind of you know starts dancing, or you know it doesn't pick up the mood, so he immediately switches back. Um, you know that being said, <clears throat> there are a couple uh, workers. Uh, there. Um, uh, Dr. Bent, you do recognize them as, uh, or at least some of them as um, uh, students uh, from um, uh, Miskatonic. However, Dottie Harris is not there. Um, the, the alcohol, uh, as before, is out as well. Um, the, the only thing that's really the same as before um, outside of the, the alcohol and, and the food is, uh, again, in the, the one room in the uh, dining room, uh, the, the, the same couples uh, who uh, had the re- have the record player going, they're in there kind of dancing, um, but you do get the idea that, you know, they're kind of young and maybe oblivious to, you know, the mood of everybody else. Um, within... Uh, Within a short amount of time, you uh, most of the people you, you think uh, arrive. Glenda does arrive, I, I should say too. Uh, she immediately goes over and attaches herself to Thaddeus, uh, um, talking his he, uh, your ear off, uh, really you know you know pulling you to get a drink. Um, she she does kind of uh, see how you know the, the mood of the place she can read uh, you know the mood of the place and so on and so um, instead of pulling you over to to try and, and talk to others like she did before she's really just kind of sticking with uh, uh, with you um, the within uh, a short amount of time Ariadne and Zoltan do uh, you know come down. Uh, Ariadne uh, is not wearing the same dress as before, but she's wearing this very sleek black dress, very tight fitting. Uh, She looks uh, very good and she is very bright and loud and jubilant despite how everybody else is and is bouncing around from uh, from room to room talking to people. Zoltan, on the other hand, while he is still dressed up very similarly to the way that you saw him before, um, he is very, he's almost brooding and sullen. Um, you know, he, uh, he, he isn't very talkative. Um, we'll, we'll get into it if, if you all try to talk to him. I'm just trying to describe everything for you at the moment. Um, and uh, yeah, so uh, with that, what are the three of you going to do? Uh, it's a little difficult for uh, my father here to get away from his... Uh is a date so i think i will try to sneak my way upstairs okay um go ahead and uh, dr bench what are you going to do i've definitely noticed the mood around them and i'm kind of wondering if maybe since i you know did at least have something of rapport with zoltan before maybe i could use that to try and plant a seed of doubt in his head Okay. All right. Um, and then Thaddeus, yeah, even though Glenda's you know, kind of hanging on you, uh, are you going to try to do anything? Um, you know, given the somber tone, uh, the, the, the spread is as nice as last time or better? 
It's as nice as last time. Does it seem as though they over-catered for the smaller turnout? Absolutely. Uh, it, it, you, you really get the feeling that they were, uh, and when I say they, based on the mood of the two of them, this is very much Ariadne's party, mm-hmm. uh, that she assumed that they would have a, a turnout as big or if not bigger than the previous one. Right. She was looking to a grand finale and a fond farewell, despite exactly. the fact that there was a, mur- a death at the last party. And exactly. That, and it's a Thursday. Um, some people have to work after all. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. For the first, you know, hour plus, I'm going to, um, you know, sort of wander around with Glenda and make nice and uh, again, you know, look at the, you know, the rented furniture and the lent art and the house and to see, again, try to put together. Now that I know that he was, uh, you know, tried and convicted of, of operating a Ponzi scheme, I have a little bit of a sense of what vague realm of criminal activity is going on. So I'm looking for any signs of angry investors or, you know, where some money went. Uh, I'm also hoping that once um, people get juiced up, uh, people will be less somber, okay. or there'll be more playful latecomers. <clears throat> Give me a spot hit and roll. Mm, Twenty-five. That's oh, just regular. Um, you know, as you wander around, uh, you know, the, the only person that, I mean, everybody's drinking. The, the only person that is really over excessively drinking, at least in the beginning, is Stuart Portman. Um, mm-hmm. Just like the previous party, he has parked himself next to the bar. And, you know, even by 830 is, you know, three sheets to the wind. Um, but however, the one thing you do notice, is, you know, as you and, and Glenda just kind of, you know, go from room to room and, you, and you're looking around at things you do notice that you remember seeing some of the nicer paintings on the walls previously. Mm-hmm. Those are no longer on the walls. And in fact, in, in a couple of spots, you can almost see like the little like shadow, uh, the shadow of, of where they, they could be. It seems like they were taken down. Um, you, you're not sure why, uh, if, if somebody had taken them back or they, you know, had, pack them up or, or something, but they're definitely uh, not up there. Mm-hmm. Um, Garland, uh, and we'll get to Dr. Benz, but we'll get to you here in, in a minute. Um, uh, Garland, you uh, said you were gonna try to sneak upstairs, is that correct? Uh, so it, I'm not even gonna make you roll. It, it's, you know, with as few people there, um, you know, the biggest person you probably need to watch out for is Frida, but, you know, you're able to very easily find a time where nobody's in the foyer and you can sneak upstairs very quickly. So you are able to make it to, uh, to upstairs. All right. And upstairs and an immediate right. Okay. Uh, and into um, Ariadne's room. Yep. Okay. Uh, you go into Ariadne's room. Uh it is uh, similar to how you remember it previously. You, as you step in, you do get a chill down your spine, remembering the last time you were here and seeing Eugene dead on the rug, although the rug is, is no longer there. Um, what are you going to do when you go in? Uh, once I'm in, I want to start looking at drawers. I want to, you know, look, I just want to, like, you know, look, Try to find, you know, if there's anything stashed away. You know, we've talked about drugs, syringes, 
weapons something like what you know what's in here what is she planning to do later you know what is yeah okay uh so uh you know you you go into her room are you doing this with the lights out are you turning lights on and closing the door what what, what is your plan i want to leave it as i found it so if the door was open when it was up there i will leave it open okay if the door was closed when i was there i'll <clears throat> close it behind it, me it, it was cracked so we okay, can I'll see it. him can't we well, it, well, it depends. Uh, are you turning? So you're you're gonna just you know leave the door cracked? Are you turning on the light? Well, how how good is visibility? I mean, if I can't it, see it's you. nighttime, it, it's pretty yeah. dark in there. I mean, you can, um, you know, your eyes will eventually adjust to the dark. Uh, but I mean, it's not like, you know, you're you're gonna be seeing a lot. The the moonlight does provide a little bit of a, ambient light, but not uh, a lot. Now, I'm trying to think of how this layout is. If I turn on the light, is it going to be just very obvious? <laughs> from, from the outside, the yes. From, from the inside, if you close the door, no. Because um, the unless somebody were on the second floor, uh, you know, they could then they could obviously see the light underneath the door. Otherwise, if the door is closed, there's really no way from downstairs, even looking up at the door from the foyer, that you would be able to tell that the light was on. Okay, I'll close the door and turn on the light. Okay, and then, therefore, uh, Benjamin and, and Harvey, you can see the lights uh, go on. Um, you know, as Garland is moving around the room, you do eventually see, you know, kind of him, you know, go in front of uh, the window. Um, as you, so so as you start, you know, looking through the room, there uh, is obviously uh, a bed. Um, there is uh, the closet. Uh, there's like a um, armoire as well as a dresser and uh, nightstand. Um, you start looking through the uh, through 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 everything. Um, initially, you, you don't really find anything. The um, uh, the the dresser uh, can basically just contains clothes. There's there's makeup and jewelry on top. Um, you're not a jeweler, but the jewelry itself um, doesn't look too expensive. A lot of it looks almost like a party jewelry. Um, but, you know, outside of that, uh, you know, nothing that's, you know, seems to be too extravagant. Um, where, where else are you going to look, I guess? Everywhere I can think of. I mean, every drawer of the armoire. Like every everything in the dresser, the closet, underneath the bed, like okay. every nook and cranny that I can get to. Um, so, so under the bed, it's um, well, actually, so I'm going through everything. On, on top of the the nightstand, you do find some uh, American magazines, um, mostly about uh, uh, fashion and uh, basically like the the Hollywood style, you know, magazines talking about you know the latest celebrities, you know, things like that. Um, in the closet, you do find a suitcase uh, that is partially packed. Um, it's, uh, you know, got uh, a number of pieces of clothes. Um, you, uh, you do find a wallet in there, uh, with an ID that does say Ariadne Madden. Uh, 
And then uh, it does have, uh, you know, a, a fairly decent amount of money in there. N not, you know, nothing that would, you know, really make you think, oh, this is, you know, pretty, you know, extravagant. Um, but, you know, definitely, um, definitely uh, has you know, a decent bit of money in it. Um, so you've been up there, uh, you know, looking through this stuff so far for, you know, we'll say, you know, 20 minutes or so. Um, and that leaves, the only thing that you had not gone through yet was kind of the, the, the wardrobe that, that she has, which is almost like a, a standing uh, armoire or wardrobe. Um, okay. so before, before I do that, I just want yeah. to say, so that wallet with the ID, mm -hmm. um, I know from what we've talked about that Armand and Belvedere are outside. So I'm going to casually toss that out to them. Like, I don't know where they are outside, but I am just going to like, doop. So uh, Benjamin Harvey, you kind of see Garland peek out and, you know, he tosses something, it kind of flips around and floats down. You get it. And it's uh, definitely her ID. Um, are they picture IDs back then? I was just wondering that. I don't think they were actually Probably in the 20s. Not. Yeah. Um, but oh. it, it would still have been in her possession. Um, so before we talk about, you know, you uh, doing the, the final search of the room, Dr. Benz, um, you, uh, you know, you start tracking down, you said you wanted to talk to Zoltan. Um, right. between, uh, one, one thing that you and actually Thaddeus, you would no notice this as well. Um, it seems like Ariadne is actually trying to avoid Zoltan um, as uh you know, she, she'll like, you know, like she did before, she's kind of floating from room to room, uh, going, uh, you know, talking to people again, being very jubilant, very, very happy and upbeat. Um, but you do notice that once um, Zoltan uh, kind of enters the room, she tends to leave the room shortly after. Uh, but with that, um, as you are in the, uh, the parlor, uh, Sybil, you're able to kind of, you know, catch up to Zoltan. Okay. And of course, at this point, I switched to Hungarian because I know he speaks it well enough that I think I can use this. And that way, we, we, no one's going to be able to eavesdrop <clears throat> on us except for her. And she's not here right now. Mm -hmm. um, I sort of slip into Hungarian as, as I sidle up to him. And I'm just like... Um, <clears throat> Uh, Lord Varga, um, is something is is something the matter? I couldn't help but notice your uh, lowered spirits today. Uh, he says uh, he, he smiles um, uh, and and says, "Oh no, it's 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 just the." Uh, yeah, I, I to be honest with you, I, I really wasn't in the mood to have a, a gathering tonight. Um, you know, but Ariadne in, insisted. And, and so, you know, I, I, you, you may have heard we, we we're going to be uh, going out West uh, here to, to, um, you know, talk to some, some other people uh, concerning our, our inheritance. We, we found out that uh, there, there are some people out there that can, might be able to help us. And so we're leaving in the morning and it's a lot on my mind, you know, with the traveling and, uh, and so on. Out West. Um, may I ask where? Uh, it's out into Seattle. Seattle, I see. Um, thankfully, as far as I'm aware, Seattle sounds decently similar in English. I'm hoping Thaddeus heard that. Um, 
I, I think, yeah, we'll, we'll say that you're close enough that, yeah, right. you could. Um, like, oh my, such a, a long way to travel, but they're the ones that can help you with this matter of yours? Yes, it, it, it's uh, kind of a, a complicated situation, and I don't want to, to bore you with it, but we found that some, um, uh, some others uh, from uh, Hungary have uh, traveled out there, and we think that they'll be able to uh, assist us with uh, getting the right information of, of who to talk to to get our birthrights back. Uh, it's, it's very complicated again, and uh, I, I don't want to, to bore you with, in, oh, no, in the no, party. Of course. But... It's, it's just I couldn't help but also notice that it... <sighs> pardon my frankness, but um, it seems that perhaps there's been, aside from the party, there's something else perhaps on your mind that uh, Lady Varga does not appear to share? Oh, like like what? Well, she does seem to be, I thought perhaps she was cross with you. She seems to be leaving the room every, every time you enter. Oh, well, you know, she's, she, she is as, you know, she, she will be. Um, you know, it, it is what it is. And um, uh, I, I, I wouldn't, you know, uh, concern, uh, please don't concern yourself with, uh, you know, any of this. It's, uh, you know, as, as things, uh, you know, tend to go, you know, especially when you're, you're going on a trip, you know, you, you've got disagreements. And uh, I, I think um, my niece would uh, have preferred to, to stay here in, in Arkham longer. It is a lovely town, but uh, you know, it is uh, best for us to at least temporarily go and, you know, we'll return after we've uh, found, you know, what we need to. Certainly must be difficult, though, to leave all your all your friends or contacts, any bows behind. Oh, I, I'm, I'm sure, you know, as as you, uh, uh, I, I think, are hinting at Ariadne has made a lot of friends uh, of both uh, female and male persuasions here. Uh, and because of that, you know, she's a little uh, hesitant to go. But uh, again, um, it, you know, we, we do need to, um, you know, follow up on our, our birthrights. It's, you know, it's something that we have both been uh, going after for a long time. And, and this is really, you know, the, the time to do it. I certainly don't, <clears throat> I certainly don't disagree with that. But having, having spent a good portion of my life around young women, um, I must say, you know, you put, it's rather surprising what they can get up to and make their parents believe something quite different. Uh, and, you know, as, as you say that, you can see his demeanor, you know, kind of changes a little bit um, where he is. It's almost like he, you can kind of see him thinking, uh, you know, of, uh, on your words. Uh, and he, he kind of looks at you and then, um, looks at you're in the parlor. If you recall the part is uh, there, the parlor is one of the front rooms, but then there's the foyer and then the library or is it the library? Yes. Uh, the, the sitting room. Um, and he, he kind of looks at you and kind of half smiles and then looks over at the, uh, the sitting room where you, you can even hear Ariadne in, uh, uh, in there talking and it says, I couldn't agree more. Uh, if you'll excuse me, and, and with that, he, um, you know, smiles, uh, turns around, and walks across the foyer and into the sitting room. Um, at, if, at, at, as soon as he turns to walk away, I sort of sidle over to sort of pass Thaddeus, mm -hmm. lean over when, when Glinda's not looking, and murmur, "Seattle," and I think I've planted a seed. Um, 
as you so as you see uh, Zoltan walk into the uh, sitting room, he, he kind of turns around the corner um, towards the. Uh, you, so in the sitting room, as soon as you walk in on your left were uh, some couches and then the, the bar is right there. Um, you can see a term in that direction. He disappears from your view briefly, but almost uh, within about 30 seconds, you can hear Ariadne uh, yell out, I've had enough. Leave me alone. Again, in the, in the Hungarian accent, although the, that accent um, to your ears now that you're listening for it uh, had definitely waivers um almost immediately you see her storm into the foyer and start uh storming up the stairs uh zoltan yelling out uh to her wait a, wait one oh, wait one second come back here following her up um frida comes running out from the kitchen area um looking uh, shocked and watching them go upstairs uh garland give me a listen roll A 49, this is not a time for uh, four points of luck. <laughs> four points of luck to pass that. <laughs> okay. So you can hear um, the, uh, the the argument coming up the stairs. Uh, and, you know, yeah, you, you can do what uh, you will. Into uh, 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 whatever is closer. I know the batter in the armor if I can fit inside. The armor is definitely big enough for you to fit inside. I don't like the look on your face, but I said that. But that's what I said. Is it closer? Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's closer. I'm getting to whatever is closest, closest to me. Yeah. Sure. Armor. It, sure. It, it's, sure. It, it's, it's closer. Fun. It's fine. So yeah, it's closer. Let's go. Give Give me a um, spot hidden roll, though. 45 is a pass. So you open the armoire. Uh, uh, yeah, the armoire, uh, meaning to to go in into it. As soon as you open up, uh, something falls against you. Uh, out of just pure reactionary, uh, you know, whatever, um, you you kind of grab it and push it back. And for a second, you don't know what it is. You're, you're confused because it, it, it feels like almost like a bunch of clothes fell on you. Um, but you very quickly realize that um, whatever you grab the clothes, they kind of crunch in your hand and you push it back and look. And it is Gordon Checkley, although his body has been desiccated and shriveled and gray. And there is white uh, webbing all over it. Oh, give, I just start screaming. Holy give, give me a sanity check, too. Oh, it kind of is a pass, but. Holy okay, so you, you lose one. Um, you start screaming. Uh, those of you, actually all of you, I, I think would, would hear this. Um, as soon as you know you start screaming, the door opens up and Ariadne is, is standing there with uh, Zoltan behind. Ariadne, they both look um, like in complete shock at what they're seeing. Uh, what are you doing? You bastards! McCoy, we know who the you killed my friend. You let I'm just I mean I'm just freaking out. I don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, I'm Harvey just, and I I'm, can hear him screaming, so we're running just, around at the front. Yeah, I'm I'm dashing for the stairs. Okay. You know, McCoy, <laughs> Madden, actually, just dropping their names and just actually freaking out. <laughs> at this point, yeah, at, at this point, this is where I sort of turn to the rest of the party, like the rest of the guests, and I'm yelling, ladies and gentlemen. 
I regret to inform you that our guests are giant frauds. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, um, something very gruesome has been found upstairs. I would advise to either leave now or come with me. So as you're saying this, uh, Harvey and, and Benjamin, you know, you're, you're running around. Uh, you kind of got into the, the, the front porch at this point. Um, Frida, you know, uh, the for Thaddeus and Sybil tries to to stop you, but um, is is still kind of in shock. Uh, you, very, you can very easily um, uh, push her uh, aside. But upstairs, um, Garland, as you're uh, the, the body of uh, Checkley has now fallen to the ground. Um, uh, uh, Zoltan has pushed Ariadne into the room. He slams the door shut and you can see him lock the door. And he goes, I don't know what is going on here, but we're, nobody is leaving until we, I get an explanation. Ariadne, what is the meaning of this? It's time um, for me to go out the window, I think. <laughs> you, you can. <laughs> I, I am prepared to. Okay. I am well, very much preparing to just leap. Okay. Into well, the bushes! So uh, I'm just gonna, you know, tell me when, when, if, and when you you decide to to do that. Um, Ari- as he, as soon as Zoltan says this, Ariadne spins around and looks in. The last you, you see of her face before she spins around is she, you know, looks, uh, you know, in, in complete shock. Um, with that, you know, uh, Zoltan is just screaming at her. By this point in time, Thaddeus and Sybil, you have gotten halfway up the stairs, and you can hear uh, Thaddeus yelling. Um, shortly thereafter, though, um, as he's yelling at uh, Ariadne, uh, from from your your stance where you're at, Garland, you can see Ariadne just uh, you know almost start to um, uh, convulse uh, for at first, you know, just very slightly, uh, and then she bends over, uh, almost like she's doubled over in pain. Uh, Zoltan is just continuing to, to yell at her. Um, as uh, she bends over, you see her head uh, kind of whip up, and it's no longer her, you know, low, long flowing locks. They have basically the, the hair has basically started to fall off, and her body has started to to expand. It's time for with the sand roll. I think that's coming. It's that is when I will. Extra. Okay, so so go ahead and make the, the sand roll as as this happens. 28, huh. Um, I assume that's a pass. Uh, 1d3, uh, and you uh, uh, contain uh, your, uh, uh, you you let out another scream, but you can very, if you want to, you can jump out the window. I am jumping. I I don't want to end up like the person and people in the freaking webbed up in the closet. What the hell? (laughs) So you, um, you, you jump out the window. Go ahead and give me a dodge roll. Trying to dodge the ground. <laughs> Aim for the bushes! Aim for the bushes. Now I roll Terra. 68. Uh, Try to land on your feet. Uh, that's like all my luck. Uh, uh, it's going to be a D6 if uh, if you fail of damage. Um, it I, will I, be I, half that if you fail. Okay. Yeah, no, just 68 is so far off my dodge. Okay, just... so you, you, you jump out. Um, you you kind of half hit the bushes, but 
the ground takes the most of the, uh, the your impact and you take d6 uh, in, in damage um, uh, dr benz and thaddeus you have made it to the top of the stairs at this point uh benjamin and harvey you are inside the foyer uh, you can see the commotion if, uh, all the other people in in the party have started to gather in uh the, the foyer very confused as to what's going on um the, the uh, as soon as the the two of you, uh, Thaddeus and Sybil, you get to the top of the stairs and start making your way over to uh, Ariadne's room, you hear a scream, but it's not Ariadne's scream; it's a, a scream of a man. It's a scream of a McCoy. Um, I don't really look. One door to Ariadne's room, and it's right on the landing. Yes, is it? And I obviously it's locked. It's locked. Yes. Um, and it we'll took two of second. us to get in last time. Yeah, well, I'll just start. I'll just start banging on it and saying, okay. "It's it's over! It's over! Get out of there!" Uh, you don't, um, you know, hear anything. It, it, uh, it's, as far as you can tell, it has gone silent inside. I'm I, sort of, I'm sort of hanging back, but I'm like, um, did I? The scream that I heard, did it sound like Garland to me? No, no, that wasn't Garland. No, Garland just took a major wound, losing six points of health outside. Ooh. It sounded like it's that was obviously a fake Hungarian scream. I'd know my boys scream <laughs> anywhere. Right. Uh, so with a 50, that's my 55 con. So 50 is a pass. So I am conscious with a broken leg and I am just screaming in pain outside. So. You're not at zero though, right? I am not at zero. Okay. Okay. I took, I took six. I rolled at six out of my 11 health, which is over half. Yeah. So it's major, so, wound. major okay. wound. And I roll, I passed my con, so I'm conscious of all the pain uh, that a major wound entails. So I am okay. just helpless right. out on the grass. Right. Um, at this point, I'm kind of pointless trying to open a door or whatnot. So I'm like... Uh... I'm yelling, get the fuck out of the way as I'm running up towards... Yeah, yeah. Benjamin, right. Benjamin and Harvey, door. you, with you have made it to out. the top of the stairs yeah. too. Frida has come along with you um to to the top of the stairs i'm i'm leaving i'm dragging thaddeus with me okay right um, to I'm, the door lock i'm just kicking it in it's oh, okay that's us okay go for it hands off me woman um i'm kicking it in with five points of luck <laughs> okay you uh you kick the door in um, the door slams open uh, inside the room. Uh, again, like I described to Garland before, it's very similar to what you uh, saw before. Although, at, you know, as you uh, as the door slams open, and, and I think other than Garland, you are all standing right there, right? Okay. Um, you, as you, you look in, you can uh, again see the wardrobe open. You see uh, Garland Checkley's body lying on the floor, seemingly having fallen out of it. Again, he is very desiccated and shriveled up. You see the two puncture wounds on his neck. Lying in the middle of the floor is Zoltan. He is grasping at his throat. He, his skin is uh, like a ashen gray. The, um, his uh, and is starting to to peel off. He you can almost look like it almost also looks like he's very gaunt and, and shriveled up and he's you know kind of gasping. Um, everybody give me a sanity check. I oh, think do we see Ariadne? You do not sanity. see Ariadne. 
Oh, that's a failure. Uh, uh, if, you, if you make it, lose one. If you fail, lose a D6. Oh. Well, if the window is open, oh, it is open I'm going to rush to the window to see if she's crawling across the ground. Okay. I don't know if she's a spider. While you're doing that, I spin and I yell, murder! Murder! Zoltan's dead! And I'll, I'll quickly open the room, the, the door to the uh, dressing room. That's There's that attached dressing room. Okay. <clears throat> um, and I'm sorry, Thaddeus, what did you say you were doing? I'm, uh, I don't know where Garland is, so I'm looking right. around for him. Okay. I'm looking out the window. It's Garland. He's Probably right. knife in hand, but... Yeah. Garland, give me a listen roll, but at a um, with a penalty die. It's hard to hear over myself. You know? it, it, exactly. Um, at sixty nine is already not great, okay. and it turned into an eighty nine. So really, right. so really no, you. Great. The only thing you can hear at the moment is the heartbeat in your ears from the amount of pain you're in. Um, so as all of this happens. A uh, number of things going on. Uh, Harvey, you you rush in, you open up the the, the door to the, the closets uh, area. Nothing in there other than what I previously described. Um, uh, Thaddeus, you're, you're trying to, you know, lo- you're looking around the room for Garland. You don't see him. And again, you don't see Ariadne as well. Um, Dr. Betts, I'm sorry, what, what were you doing? I, I spin to yell to the crowd downstairs, murder, Lord Vargas dead. All right. So as you spin around to do that, you are about to start saying that when Frida just yells out, lets out a scream and in the thickest Boston accent you have ever heard, she yells out, he's dead. She killed him. He's dead. And she just tears off down the stairs, making the way, making her way for the front door. Stop her. Benjamin, as you run to the window, you look down to see uh, if, um, uh, if Ariadne is, is down there, down below, you see Garland uh, lying on the ground, kind of, you know, he, he's he's moaning. He's uh, very much, um, uh, you know, squirming around in pain. So it, it's very obvious that he's not dead. But as you look down, you feel two uh, two claws or arms or something grab your shoulders and whip you out of the window. Uh, uh, Thaddeus and Harvey, uh, you would see this as well. Go ahead and give me, uh, the two of you, give me a sanity check. Um, Benjamin, give me a sanity check too. Uh, yours will be a little bit different. Without a listener like blissfully unaware of what's going on above me. Yep, exactly. I actually got a half. Okay. Um, so Thaddeus and, and Harvey, um, you lose one if you fail, if you passed uh, D uh, four, if you failed, because you see, as you see Benjamin lean out the window and look down, you see two almost like spider-like appendages reach down and grab him and just lift him up out of the window. Benjamin, you are flung onto the roof. Uh, it, it's very dark out still, you know, the, 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 um, the moon right. is is somewhat hidden, but you can make out this shape in front of you of this very large spider-like creature uh, in the in the very in the shadows. It's, it's hard to make out other than the two glowing eyes staring right at you. Uh, did you say that you you made your sanity check? I did. Yeah. All right. So then that would be a D three. Okay. Um. Two. Okay. It's uh, 
it lunges at you, uh, what are you going to do? Well, I actually have a question for you. Um, yes. Damage from getting flung up onto the. Oh yeah. Good point. Um, So you take two points of damage okay. uh, from being kind of um, roughly uh, put out there. Well, yeah. I mean, I was alert, so I had my gun in my hand. Mm-hmm. Um, can I, if I'm point blank, can I just fire into it three times? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll let you do that. Um, so, but it has, it is faster than you, so it gets to go first. Um, okay. So it is uh, lunging at you. Um, are you going to try to dodge or... Uh, if you want, you can use your gun to kind of like parry it too, and I'll say you can use it as a club. Um, fight back. I will. Uh, I'll. I'll try to fight back. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead and roll. I'm trying to uh, brawl. Got an eighteen, and my brawl is sixty-five. So Ooh. I could actually spend five points and make it extreme. Well, I'll tell you, you don't have to. Uh, I only rolled a regular success. So uh, you, you see these two fangs and these red glowing eyes come right at you. Uh, you're able to use your gun to uh, basically smack it in the face. Uh, go ahead and roll, I don't know, um, uh, D3 plus dan- damage bonus. If you, if you have a damage bonus, I don't know if you do. Um, I do. Awesome. I got a one plus damage bonus, which is three. So I got four points total. Okay. Um, you smack it across the, the head. It lets out this kind of like uh, almost like feminine scream that very slightly reminds you of Ariadne's voice and immediately starts to back away. Uh, however, because you are, uh, you know, you are ready, you can go ahead and shoot it. Okay. And I'm going to try to do the three. Thank That's fine. And, and you are point blank, so you get a bonus die. Okay. First, let's see. So 22 out of 70. So that's a hard. Um, that's the first shot. Okay. Then I do a regular, and then I do a penalty. Uh, yes, I believe that's uh, regular, I got a 26. And uh, this is my penalty. I rolled an old one, but let's see what this thing 80. That is a fail. So um, two times I, I got. Okay, so, so two were a success. Um, it does... Uh, with the way that it's going, it does dodge out of the first one, but the second one you do hit. Uh, so go ahead and roll damage. Okay. And this is a 45. Oh, it's right here on my thing. 45. That's fine. 1d10 plus 2. Two. Uh, 10. So that's 12. Whoa. Second one is 7. Okay. So. Um, the the rest of you, even you, Garland. Uh, well, uh, yeah. So hopefully the um, police heard my shots. <laughs> the, uh, the the three of you in the house, you hear this scampering going across the top of the uh, the roof. Uh, then you hear the three gunshots, Garland. You hear the gunshots as well um, from above, Benjamin. 
you um, see the thing uh, scamper uh, over the across the roof over as you're shooting at it over the side uh, and you can hear it crawling down the side and very shortly after all of you hear glass breaking in the conservatory and screams coming from downstairs. At which point I tell the rest of the crowd, if you value your lives, run. But most of them look very confused, but um, have started to to leave. Uh, it's so, a giant spider. <laughs> so, so what are the rest of you going to do? I will continue crying in pain. All right. Um, uh, have I, sorry. I'm basically dashing outside to get either the police or Callie or both to get eyes on this thing and okay. to try and you know stop it. Okay, so or at least eyes on whatever this is. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is right now. All right, all right, and then uh, Thaddeus and Harvey. Having seen uh, that Benjamin was y- yoinked up by pincers, shiny black chitinous pincers, I'm going to look out the window very carefully. But I've also heard it running around. So, I'm, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to see that my boy is down there writhing around in the grass, and I'm going to run downstairs to his aid. Okay, so you start running downstairs. Dr. Benz is running downstairs. Harvey, what are you doing? I'm going to the window where Ben got yanked up and uh, yell up, Ben, are you okay? I'm, uh, it's a giant spider. (laughs) Dear God, are are you safe now? I think I hit it twice, but uh, uh, it's a giant spider. Dear God. All right, I'll I'll try to help get you down. So I'll I'll try, I'll try to find Why a way. Why kill it? I think I think Garland's down below me on the ground. Oh, so the the, the spider escaped. Okay, which it's, direction? It climbed over the house and down the other side. And you can hear the the screams from from downstairs and the glass breaking and, and all. All that. right, I'll, I'll head it. towards the glass breaking then. Okay, so you, you start that would mean that you're heading downstairs as well. Yeah. Um, so by the the time that the three of you get downstairs, which only takes you know like I'm, five or ten seconds, um, I'm kind of stranded though, right up on the roof for, for the moment. Yeah, yeah. Unless, unless you want to jump off, you no, uh, it's <laughs> probably it's three stories where I am. Yeah, so. pretty much. Um, well, it's, it's fine. It's fine. I jumped from a lower height and I turned out just okay, you know. So I will also say, if you would like, you can start, um, you know, the, the roof is, is that it's not like a, a really like um, a heavy pitch. So if you want to, you know, start crawling around the roof, you know, maybe looking for another way out, you can you can do that as well. At first, I'm going to go across the roof and where she went. In case she comes back up, I'm going to shoot her again. Okay. Um, you, you start heading over that way. Um, you get to the that side, and you, you look down, and if you recall, the conservatory um, in, in the back, yeah, kind of stuck out. You can see where it's all shattered. It's all shattered. There's glass inside. Um, the other three of you, uh, uh, Sybil, Thaddeus, and Harvey, uh, as you're going downstairs again, it, it's kind of mass chaos. So you can't, you know, Dr. Betts, I know you were trying to, to run outside. You can't just run outside because the crowd is there. Mm-hmm. But as that happens, 
as you both, as all three of you get to the bottom of the stairs, uh, you can uh, hear this commotion from the sitting room. And with that coming into the, the sit, uh, from the sitting room, you see this uh, giant, uh, basically uh, gigantic brown black spider uh, swollen body with these eight uh, waving spiked legs. What's most disturbing about this is the, the face. It has two uh, long um, uh Sorry, two two long fangs that are dripping with this greenish ichor. It has the red glowing eyes, but its face has a slight resemblance to Ariadne. Uh, the three of you give me sanity checks since this is the first time you've seen it. Uh, now I fail. If you pass, pass. If it, if you pass, it's a D three. If you fail, it's a D six plus three. Yeah, um. Good time for my first pass. I don't actually have a D3, so we, we, this should be a D6 divided by two. Yep, correct. Right. Okay. Plus five. Uh, right. Two? Okay. Um, <laughs> Harvey, go ahead and give me an intelligence check. Oh, Lord. Thaddeus, how much did you ah. <laughs> Oh, two. Yeah, that's that nice. Dream. I really know what's happening. You absolutely know what it what is in front of you. Um, you know what? Give. Uh, do, do I pull a Eugene special? So you uh, see, you know, the, the the spider, and you know, with all of the discussions that you've been having and, and everything you've talking about, you know for a fact that this is Ariadne. She has somehow turned into this giant spider. Um, as this happens, the only thing that you can think of is when you first uh, barged into the room upstairs in the first party and you had those webs and it feels just like there are spider webs all over your body. You know how that feeling when you walk through a spider web and you just start going, you know, trying to rip it off. That's what you're doing for the next four rounds is you are just trying to get these spider webs off of you. Um, Dr. Uh, ben. Oh. Dr. Bentz and um, Thaddeus, you, you see, you know, the spider come into view. Uh, it takes you a second and you realize that the, the spider is holding Stuart Portman. Um, and you can see how it, uh, with like two of its uh, claws, hands, whatever you want to call it, it pulls it close to, to her and says, you've been trying to get with me for, for forever. Now is your chance. And with that, she sinks her claw or her fangs right into Stuart. And he, he just starts to uh, gurgle as his blood starts to pour out of his mouth. At this point, um, how far away from us is she? Uh, maybe like, I don't know, six or seven feet at most. At which point I just give a, a look at Thaddeus, grab Harvey, hopefully hope he gets the message and start heading back up the stairs, exit stage window at this point. All right, uh, Thaddeus, what are you doing? Are you going along with her? No, I'm, I'm, I'm grabbing the uh, banister of the stairs and I say, Ariadne Madden, you are not at Lach Naka. Let that poor fuck go. And she, uh, uh, so lots of things going on here. Um, Garland, what are you doing with, with, when all this is happening? You can, you can hear this commotion going inside. Uh, I, I will limp. <laughs> all right. So you're, you're slowly kind of, I'm slowly getting over there. What is going on? 
okay. I, I know I well, I know it's a giant spider. I saw her turn into the damn thing. Okay. I am you know, but I am so you you are slowly lipping to the front wall. I'll I'll say by this point you kind of get around the corner of the house. You can see people streaming out. Um Dr. Bentz, uh actually Dr. Bentz and Harvey, both of you give me strength checks. Uh, because uh, if you're going to pull him upstairs, y- he's going to be struggling against you, at least for a couple rounds. A standard only success. Okay. Success. Okay. Uh, so you both had standard successes. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So you're you're kind of able to uh, simple. You're you're kind of able to pull him. It's very difficult to do so because he's struggling against you. But you get a couple um, steps up, uh, Benjamin. Uh, kind of an odd question. But do you smoke? Does Benjamin smoke? Oh uh, no. Okay. All right. So uh, you've while before we get to Thaddeus, uh, what um, what are you doing? You're still on the roof. I'm on the roof. Uh, is there an attic? Attic window? Some way for me to get inside so I can go downstairs? You know what? I will say that yes, there is an attic window up there. Okay. Probably a small one um it, it's small but it's i mean you're gonna be able to get through it it's gonna be you're gonna wiggle a little bit to get in but you're gonna be able to get in there okay so uh it probably doesn't open i'll just smash it with my gun okay uh and hopefully there's either stairs or a ladder going down okay so you you smash it you it's gonna take you about a round to to get through to crawl okay. through in, into the the attic so um well I'll, I'll jump back to you in a second Thaddeus um, you yell at Ariadne the spider creature at this point and, and say you uh, basically that you need to you know put him down and she if she could smile she does the, her mouth opens and even more of that greenish icker drips from her fang as she looks at you and says with pleasure give me a dex roll oh dear the odds are just slightly against me oh 11 (laughs) so she hard she um uh, takes Stuart Portman still in her hands and throws him at you. Uh, he lands um, very easily, misses you, but you hear a kind of a sickening crack as his body lands against the uh, the banister. Uh, the banister itself was wooden, and it uh, you can see how it has kind of, not only has he kind of broken a little bit, but the, the banister itself has broken a little bit. And she, uh, with that, she starts to scramble. Uh, towards you um, uh, as as she does um, you can hear her and and uh, Dr. Bentz uh, and Harvey in some way you can hear this as well her saying children I'm coming for you as she uh, makes her way directly for the um, the, the, the stairway Benjamin uh, you can kind of you know you, you kind of fall into the attic it is pitch black um, you can kind of hear the um, the commotion coming from the floors below you, but it's very muffled. But give me a listen roll. Uh, 60, what is my listen? Is 20. No, I don't hear anything. 
All right. So I hear you, the, the commotion. Yeah, you, you, you hear the, the commotion um, and you start you, you start kind of making your way uh, across. Yeah, I feel around if there's a pull cord. There is no. You, so you're feeling around. Um, you don't uh, you don't feel any pull cord uh, up, up here. You, you kind of suspect that there might not be any you know, like lights or uh, electrical up here. But you know, as you you maybe like and it, 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 am, am I correct that you would be kind of slowly making your way across as you can't see anything in case you I'm, were. Yeah, there's got to be a square somewhere on the ground, you know, with probably a some two by fours around it where there's right. so, so you're, you're trying to you feel around for right. that so you're you're, you're slowly making feeling your way. with my feet you know yeah okay so you're you're slowly making your way across and you, you you as you you get maybe like probably like five feet in into the attic and your feet kick something that feels you know kind of solid um it, it gives a little bit but uh you know you're you're not quite sure what it is bodies um it, it doesn't feel, no it, it definitely does not feel like what a body is I'll, I'll tell you that although it's definitely not a piece of wood okay um well i'm gonna keep going i've got to see if i can find the way maybe a dead rat okay so you you start continuing uh forward a little bit more anything? As you get a little bit for, farther, you do start to hear something. You hear almost like this scrambling and scratching along the floor. And after you hear that, you kind of realize that it, it's not just in one area of the floor. It seems to be coming from all over. And at that point, you hear what you can best describe as children's voices. And it's very clear that one of them goes, mommy, is that you, mommy? Fuck me. I'm diving out that fucking window. <laughs> With that, back downstairs, um, <laughs> Thaddeus, uh, Dr. Benz, and, and um, Harvey, what are you doing? Oh, Harvey, you're, you're still kind of, you know. Yeah, I'm still freaking. At this still, point, okay. I'm, just, I'm getting him up. I'm trying to get us up till he's the uh, way out that doesn't involve her. Okay. And if I have to, I will slap Harvey Damn, to, to uh, get back to his senses. Yep. Um, Thaddeus, what are you doing? Contrary-wise, as soon as she says something about coming to babies, mm -hmm. I'm going to vault over the opposite banister. Okay. Because I do not want to be on her route to her babies, and I do not want to try to go up to get away from a spider. Okay. Um, you so you uh, vault over the uh, the floor or the the, the opposite banister. You, you weren't that you weren't that far up, so you're not going to take right. any damage from it. As uh, she very quickly scampers across the floor and starts going up the uh, the the banister or not the banister the uh, the stairs to the upstairs. Doctor Benz and Harvey, you both are right in the way. And as that she she goes and um, as she's passing by you, um, she reaches out to to try to um, uh, basically uh, attack both of you. Um, you can either um uh fight back or dodge i'm dodging okay uh harvey you you you're still kind of doing this but i'll i'll let you make a decision on, on what you want to do i'll just uh fall backwards on the ground and and pray with bullets okay. 
Okay. Um, I'm all right, stunned. So, I'm not being athletic. <laughs> um, Sybil, what, what did you roll? Oh, hang on. Okay, that's a fail, but I've got, I've got enough luck that at this point it doesn't matter anymore. Um, pass. Um, I rolled a critical success. Uh, so the, as she's passing you, two of her arms reach out, grabbing you, pulling you close and the, and she, uh, don't, don't worry about spending your luck. I I won't make you do that uh, since it was a critical success. Um, you would have failed regardless. Um, and, uh, she, she grabs you, uh, and you can feel the, the two, uh, uh, her, her she can, you can feel her bite down into you and as as she does uh first off take um uh def- or actually you take uh four points of damage from from the bite itself and you can feel the poison start to inject itself into you um go ahead and give me a constitution roll okay. Ooh, yeah that's a fail All now right. can i possibly spend the luck to not pass out you would need to make a critical success in order to do uh, so. Dang it. Okay. So you, uh, you can feel the poison start to uh, um, go through your body. You take another three points of damage and you are paralyzed. She, um, as, uh, as she you know, bites into you, she then tosses you down the stairs. And Thaddeus, you can see uh, Dr. Benz just fall limp onto the foyer. Uh, Harvey, uh, go ahead and roll right there do i get a bonus for like being basically right next to her not since you're uh yeah i'm freaking out yeah you're right oh darn it that is a oh dirty rotten that's gonna be a lot of luck to make it a hit okay i'm going to not lying i rolled a four oh Oh, this Uh, is no i i'm i'm shooting i'm not i'm not I'm not doing a brawl. She's she's attacking you. Yeah, she's attacking you as she goes by. Oh, oh. And you were you were firing. I'm letting you you fire back, but the the bullets are just going wild. She um uh she she uh, as she goes by you as you're down there she she grabs and two of her uh claws just go directly into ah. both sides of your arms. You take nine points of damage uh, as the the um the you know it just kind of rips down your arms uh you know you can feel just this immense amount of pain uh with that she continues to scamper up the um uh the 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 stairway when she gets to the top of the stairs she immediately makes a left and starts going down the hall benjamin um you are you know, you are you going back to the window i'm trying to get the hell out the window because okay I think so you're spider babies go ahead and give me a dex roll Fifty-one is a pass regular all right so you are able to uh and you, you start scrambling back towards the window. Um, you, uh, you can feel your feet kicking something on the ground, uh, but you're able to scramble up to the, uh, the, the window itself, start to scramble out. One of the last things you feel, though, as you uh, kind of get to the window, you plant your feet down in order to kind of boost yourself up because it's, it's a little bit up there. It's probably, at, you know, like uh, 
I don't know, face height, you can feel this like squish and you hear this almost like childlike scream. Go ahead and give me a sanity check for that. But you're able to scramble out the window. 99 on my sanity roll. Take a, oh, um, okay. So take a, a D, normally it would be a D4, but uh, we'll say that you're just so freaked out it's a D6. Thanks. <laughs> give me so an intel- intelligence. Give me an intelligence check. Oh yeah, I know what it is. All right, so um, <laughs> you, 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 yeah, you uh, absolutely know that whatever you stepped on was a, this uh, blasphemous ch- children of Ariadne. Um, I didn't even you, see it, but I know it's there. You absolutely do. With that, um, you roll for an effect. Uh, yeah, go ahead and roll. Uh, I'll let you roll. Six. Uh, that doesn't make sense. That's paranoia. Actually, that's fine if you, if you roll that. Um, you uh, because I actually wrote down a bunch of uh, alternative insanities to use. Uh, oh, okay. Rolled outside of that. Um, so you, um, the the light for for whatever uh, reason uh, starts to uh, e- either you're hallucinating that you can see in there uh, or that you can um, actually see with with the light. And you, but now you can see the walls in this attic, and you can just see. The, them almost like bulging out with spiders uh, moving all on the walls or the, like they're, they're, they're trying to push through the walls at you. So for the next uh, five rounds or, uh, or so, you, uh, your soul, uh, you, you need to get rid of these spiders somehow. Um, you know, they're, they're coming after you. Well, in that case, it seems like the natural thing to do would be to jump off the roof. After okay. I've gone out the window. Okay. I, I think that's fair. Um, so you um, start scrambling out, out the window. Uh, right. The the rest of you, what are you doing? I'm unconscious. So unless someone carries me out, I'm going nowhere. I, I, am, I am at the front door and I'm screaming for Thaddeus. <laughs> and having watched it scuttle up the stairs and toss Dr. Benz down them, uh, I was on my way out to see the lad uh, and to his injuries, um, I'm going to, uh, the two bottles of the strongest alcohol mm-hmm. yep. on the table, I will tuck under an arm. Okay. I will, I will bend over to Dr. Benz and see if there's any chance for her. Um, she, I, I, I'm breathing. I'm just not moving. Yeah. She, she's okay. definitely still alive and breathing. She's just right. Uh, so catch lad and I'll toss him each of the bottles of uh, maybe one vodka and one gin mm-hmm. and I'll t- grab her by her two arms and start dragging her out. She's in the foyer. It's right by the stairs because we're going to smash those bottles of liquor in the foyer and start a little fire. Um, Harvey, at this point you have, I, I assume you're still alive first off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm alive and I passed my con roll. Okay. So I didn't, I didn't pass out. So you are, you know, just in a lot of pain, but you are able to move if you 
yeah, I'm trying to get down the stairs okay. and, and get get out. I'm not too well off, so I don't think I can help Thaddeus with uh, Dr. Sybil because I took nine out of 14. I only have five hit points left, so I'm okay. very injured. So you start, um, you know, kind of half limping, crawling down the stairs. Blood is, you know, just oozing out of you, uh, dripping all over. By the time you get to the bottom of the foyer, Thaddeus, you are pulling Dr. Bent out. Garland, you have the the uh, liquor. Uh, Benjamin, for, you have made it onto the roof itself. Um, right. You know, like you said, your goal is to get off the roof. So you the are just, jump. Yeah. yeah, you are just going, you know, the, the shortest path there, they're in. Um, first off, go ahead and give me a luck roll. Okay. 22, that's a pass. Okay. And then give me a, uh, I guess it would be, uh, what, what, Garland, what did I have you roll before? Was dodge. it dodge? Dodge. Go ahead and give me a dodge roll. Dodge. Okay, so uh, go ahead and (laughs) normally it would be uh, 3d6 because you are kind of like three stories up, Um, but uh, because you made your luck roll, there is a set of bushes that you kind of fling yourself onto, so it's only 2d6 of damage. Only one and two. I only did three Uh, points of damage. So just you sprained my ankle. Yeah, you, you you kind of you know land on the ground, hitting these bushes, scraped up all over the place. Your your ankle is twisted, but other than that, uh, you and you seem to be uh, you know somewhat okay. Um, the the rest of you, Thaddeus Garland, you've got these uh, these alcohol. You you're all uh, out outside at least on the front porch, if if not further away. I think it's time to make with the arson and get the hell out of here. Yeah, although if we've seen Harvey get out. Or get down, then I'm going to drag him. Out yeah, you've too. definitely I... seen Harvey. The Doctor Benz, you are, you're conscious. You know what's going on. You just can't move. Yeah, none of you know though where Benjamin is. Okay, so we'll, we'll put Benz on the lawn. You start splashing booze around. I'm going to drag the. Oh, Harvey's a mess though. God, ah, Are cops here yet? God damn, we got to get Ben. Ben. <laughs> You told the, the cops to come around 11.30 or so, and this all happened at least by 9.30. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, You see my eyes kind of flicker around like I'm trying to, like, you can kind of tell that like, I'm trying to show you that I'm alive, but I think, my see, eyes, I think a- that's Morse code for I told you so. <laughs> There's, no, actually, you know what? Um, I start very rhythmically blinking. We, we got you. We didn't leave you behind. <laughs> so uh, I think it would probably be easiest just to kind of narrate the, the rest of what happens. Okay. <laughs> um, Thaddeus and Garland, you are sprinkling the alcohol around the, the house uh, I, with the purpose of lighting it. Um, Garland, as you're going by, you do run into Benjamin, um, who has made his way to the front. Um Harvey and uh, Dr. Bentz, uh, or I guess Dr. Bentz, you're kind of being dragged uh, along with Thaddeus. Harvey, you're able to make yourself out. Um, As Benjamin and Garland come back to the front, uh, whoever, who's lighting the the flames? All right, Thaddeus, you you probably in a dramatic fashion, take a a lighter uh, and, you know, light it 
throw it in and the, the alcohol just immediately springs up very quickly. You remember this house was, you know, n- not the best houses. It was a little bit run down. So um, it wasn't, you know, the, in the best of shape and immediately starts to just flames go up uh, very, very quickly. The, um, as the, the, the house starts to become engulfed in flames, um, all of you uh, can almost hear these uh, you know, squeals and screams from inside um, amongst all of the, uh, the flames as they go up. Um, within uh, a short amount of time, uh, the, uh, the police and the fire uh, arrive. Um, are you going to stick around for them? No. Okay. Well, so, we have to leave uh, Benz and Belvedere to get hospitalized. And we have a lot of witnesses, but there's no reason to. Oh, your leg. I mean, we have a lot of witnesses to a murder or to a scene. Yeah, and you also can, have a reporter and a photographer who were taking pictures as you were lighting up the house. Right. Kill her. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I suppose it uh, can't really run away. So, uh, again, just to kind of narrate the rest of this, we... Um, the, the house goes up in flames. Um, Callie Smith and her photographer were there taking pictures as you know this was going on. Um, they could also hear the, the screams from, from inside. Uh, as the, this all plays out, um, the, the police do arrive. Uh, Dr. Bentz, you do recover uh, if, after about a day or so, um, the, you know, after you know, some pretty heavy um, uh, antidotes that the doctors, you know, try, uh, on you. you, you do eventually recover, although not fully, you, you always have like a, a twitch or so, or every once in a while, you know, something just kind of randomly gets paralyzed. Harvey, you definitely have scars and, and garland, you know, from your fall, you, you walk with a limp for, for a while. Um, the, the police do, uh, perform an investigation into this and given the, um, at least the evidence against you uh, surrounding the um, uh, the arson. Um, you know they they do file charges against all of you. However, uh, the Wilcoxes uh, do step in and uh, help uh, you uh, not only with uh, legal fees but also uncovering uh, some of the uh, the fraud that was being perpetuated by uh, Zoltan and Ariadne. Um, so you don't go unscathed out of this, but um, in the end, uh, compared to what it could be, it would be minor. That being said, you all saw the uh, otherworldly blasphemous creatures and things from beyond, and t- all of you completely understood what was going on uh, through everything, and uh, that does not leave you unscathed through the rest of your lives. Yeah. With that, that is the end of the scenario. Wow. Wow. <laughs> okay. So questions and answers. What was their scam? What were they up to? 
You all guessed it. Their scam was to pretend to be Hungarian uh, nobles uh, or displaced Hungarian notables. And they were going around basically trying to gather money from various people around Arkham. Um, the parties originally were to kind of bring in more marks. Um, however, as they went longer and longer, uh, Ariadne almost became, you know, basically became the, the party girl and enjoyed the attention at the parties and they be became more lavish. So they, they kind of turned into that. Um, one of the things that, so, so um, each so day of the week, you could have followed both Ariadne and uh, Zoltan. And um, Ariadne, while she doesn't go around hitting up marks, Zoltan definitely does. So if you had followed Zoltan ah. on any of the other days, you would have seen him going to various people. And, and you know, if you would have figured out who they were, you know, it's, they're, they're, you were asking about the rich people, if they were going to showing up at the parties, he was going to them throughout the week. So the party was the cover. And the scam was going on when there was no party. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's why we didn't see any scam the, going the on. Parties the parties were going on even though they were no longer relevant to the scam. Right. Yeah, the, the, okay. the parties were really to, uh, initially they were to, to kind of, you know, make their name in Arkham and then to keep up appearances that they were this rich uh, Hungarian nobles. But it ended up, you know, with Ariadne kind of taking them over, doing the Bacchanal and, uh, you know, just kind of making it her own whatever. So when did she meet Atlaknaka? Ah, so um what's and this is one of my biggest pet peeves of this scenario and actually most scenarios for for that matter is there's really no way for you to uncover this um but what what ends up happening is so so as you uh, i think guessed uh devin mccoy zoltan um eventually at some point found ariadne uh the the backstory is that um uh she she was uh, basically like a, a call girl uh kind of you know making her way she tried to scam him and he caught on to it and um basically instead of you know kicking her away he kind of brought her into the fold so that they could both uh you know be kind of partners um as this uh went on um the pressure for ariadne to kind of maintain this role of um the the hungarian you know noble woman um what kept getting getting to her and getting to her and so she started drinking and taking pills um that and that that kind of you know kind of quelled her restless nights however her subconscious started to basically enter into the dreamlands uh and and through her wanderings in the dreamlands she eventually found uh atlak nacha or however you want to pronounce the name, um, and made a and her subconscious made a pact with the uh, the great old one, and um, uh, and that's it would it would basically you know in real in the real world overwhelm her, and she would change into like the or slowly start to change into this you know spider creature. Um, so she wasn't um, completely aware of what was going on. If if you had um, confronted her about it. Uh, she really would not have understood fully what was going on. Uh, and in fact, when Garland, when when you had found Checkley and, you know, they had come in, she legitimately was shocked because she did not remember, you know, basically killing him. 
did she kill Eugene? No, Eugene did actually uh, kill himself uh, when she started to change. When she started to change, uh, you know, he had gone up there. Um, she uh, she basically uh, involuntarily started to change, and that basically caused him to you know go crazy and kill himself. Uh, that and you know that's why again you as you guessed that's why you know the webs were in there and and so on. Um, but if when she you, changed back to normal, the webs went back to the dreamlands. Correct. Right. That's why they disappeared. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Benjamin, if you had uh, turn, had some like light source while up in the attic, or uh, another way that this happens, if um, you go, uh, uh, basically, she's trying to get to her children. You you were absolutely correct that there was just basically spider baby spiders all over the attic. Um, you know, if you kill her, you know, that's when you, you also hear them up there. Um, but if you actually see them, you see that, you know, they are these, you know, large bloated spiders anywhere from like the size of a fist to a basketball, but their faces resemble Zoltan. They resemble Eugene as well as, um, who is the, the other Roger Hudson, um, I would have had as well. No, probably not Eugene. No, no babies with Blaylock. Oh yeah, Blaylock. Sorry. Um, no time for Eugene. Yeah, Blaylock. Uh, yeah, oh, the, the previous successes. So interesting thing about Blaylock. He is not in the scenario. Um, oh. Hopefully, I was able to convincingly put that, but the scenario does not talk about any of her previous lovers. Um, you all kept going down that route. And initially I was, you know, like, oh yeah, yeah, sure. You know, you, maybe, you, know, you just can't find anything, but you kept going after it. I'm like, all right, screw it. I'm putting it in. And so that's where uh, Blylock came from. Uh, he was completely made up. Um, I, you know, kind of invented that whole backstory and how he uh, was became obsessed with her uh, started. Ha- she had, you know, I, I think the backstory I had created for him was she had started to change when he was with her and he had kind of gone crazy. And that's why he was drinking. And that's why he kept saying about the spiders and, uh, you know, they're coming for him and how you needed to save her and, and, and all of that. Okay. That was totally really seamless. Good. That was really interesting yeah. part of the story. It really was. Yeah. Good. Um, you all went down a number of places that are not um, not in the scenario, honestly, um, which is good. Honestly, uh, I, I, I think that that's good. Um, additionally, the um so so the way that the scenario goes is it kind of expects you basically to trail them for the entire week slowly uncovering all this information as you do um with we started the, doing that and you started doing that but then you started going on in all the other directions with the with taylor and hudson um the, the two victims um how the scenario has you find them is one day you trail um ariadne she goes to the cemetery and uh puts flowers on two graves and it's their two graves so she kind of knows that you know she was involved in their deaths and does have some guilt around it mm-hmm. uh, with them you i think you kind of uncovered some of their stories or, or kind of figured it out with um let me see here with hudson who was the one um 
who was found in the alley, he would definitely was somebody who had gone to one of her parties. Um, she, uh, he had left the party. She had followed him and turned into a spider and killed him in one of the alleys. Taylor, who was the fire victim, um, she had gone out one night and, um, you know, basically just stumbled into him in this building, uh, ended up killing him and then setting fire to the place to kind of hide it. Uh, ah. So that was the story behind that. Okay. You, uh, you brought forth a very primal creep out in my life. When I was a kid, there was, you know, we were talking about black widows earlier. Black mm-hmm. widows are like big, fat, black grapes. And there was mm-hmm. one crawling across our garage floor and I ran over and I stomped on it and it popped like a grape. And I've never gotten over that. It was so fucking gross. Oh. So when I stepped on one of the spider babies. It's a really good thing you didn't have a flashlight. It was horrible. You would not have made it out of the attic if you'd had a flashlight. I'm not going to lie. I was kind of hoping that Garland would go up into the attic because then <laughs> what, what, my, what my plan was is, you know, assuming that you would have gone insane, which you were pretty close, I think, at, or would have been at that point, um, you would have seen the spiders with Eugene's face and wanted to protect oh. them. They, you know, oh you, you would have seen Eugene in Ooh, them. Little and, Eugene. Yeah. Oh, little You're alive. <laughs> <laughs> Our players included David Gasway, Stuart Lively, Jen Obertaz, Morgan Llewellyn, and myself with Tyler Hudakas, the Keeper of the Secrets. We have a Discord server where you can chat with our other members. You can set up private games. You can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows and leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh together with all the members of our gaming club inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of HP Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming. Just cast an eye while by in her direction. Oh, me, oh, my, 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 that perfection. I repeat, don't you think that's kind of neat? I ask you confidentially, ain't she sweet?